Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, LDG, and today we have most likely my favorite episode that we have done so far. It is called, Why Women's Soccer. Why should you be watching the beautiful game of soccer? And besides that, why should you be watching women's soccer when there's men's soccer available 24-7 for you to be viewing? Well, today I'm going to be going over exactly that and discussing how I fell in love with the beautiful game of women's soccer and how I believe that you are missing out by not watching women's soccer. As Gotham FC stars Midge Purse, or Margaret Purse, said, For y'all sleeping on women's sports, you've missed it for a while, but it's okay, you can catch up right now. And I agree with her. Today's episode is going to be all about how you can engage in women's soccer, and how I engage in women's soccer, through my numerous campaigns and numerous fanship um, organizations that I am involved in. So, before we start the episode, I'd like to remind everyone that you can get involved in one of our future Q&A episodes if you drop a women's soccer-related question down below with a five-star review. Also, we are going to be adding our podcast to Spotify in a few weeks, along with the launch of our new logo, and perhaps some social media, hint, hint, hint. Although all of that is still down the line. Don't expect it soon. It'll probably be coming out in like July or so. So middle, end of July. So we're all working on that. But anyway, let's go back into the episode. Ever since I was younger, I had an interest in the game of soccer. In 2017, I learned that my family friend was doing a voiceover of the NWSL Championships Introduction and Lifetime. As I, about after hearing about this, I was excited to see the championship, but mainly to hear her introduction. But once that ball was kicked off, I was awe. I was in awe of the talent being displayed in front of my eyes. Disappointingly, like many others, I lost track of the league for a few years. The next few years, only watching big matches such as the championship. But after seeing the U.S. Women's National Team's invincible run at the 2019 Women's World Cup and following the 2020 Challenge Cup early during COVID, I knew these players were way too talented to be ignored and pushed to the sides by male sports instead of sharing the spotlight with them. Over the last few years, I have become a women's soccer superfan following, from following leagues and players all across the globe. As a New York City kid, I have adopted Gotham FC as my team and have attended a number of games over the past few years. But as of many things, the more you peel the onion, the more you see and learn. I learned a lot about equal pay issues through the lens of women's soccer. So, when I found out the, the league... NWSL league minimum salary was under the poverty line in 2021, I decided to do something about it. I started sending emails to family and friends to spread awareness, but 35 people can't lift a cause on their own. So, this year, I made my a, a bold first move by proposing an awareness and fundraising campaign for the hashtag no more side hustles cam, campaign led by the NWSL Players Association at my former school. I was thrilled when when my school except agreed to support this important collective effort for NWSL players in March for Women's History Month. Along with my tables in the, in the school lobby, I and I even record the attached video that was shared school-wide. To date, uh, the school effort raised 
more than a thousand dollars and i raised another nearly three hundred dollars from family and friends it has already been donated to the nwsl players association and who knows how many more people started to think about the need for advocate and equal pet while advocating for the bigger issues like equal play is so important i also want to help more people more and more people know to know about the opportunity to watch great women's soccer right here in the United States and NYC specifically. I created flyers to give to youth girls teams about NYNJ Gotham FC. I've, I'm hoping that this will drive more interest in youth more interest from youth girls in Gotham FC. I used some photos and text from the Gotham FC website so that was my best way of kind of communicating everything. So I've been doing a lot of work with that. I started this podcast after the fundraiser. This fundraiser was done at my old school and I'm very appreciative of everything that they did to go forward with it. And so yeah, that's kind of my story on how I got to women's soccer. But I am always appreciative of everyone, especially my family friend, who com- completely led me there by doing the announcing of the game, game's introduction. Thanks so much for listening to this story of mine. And now I'm going to move on to how you can get involved with women's soccer. Okay, so here's the thing. I may have gotten involved due to my friend working at the Lifetime Broadcast, which is where the NWSL's games used to start. But there is so much you could do. Okay, let's get started. The first one is pretty obvious, and that is attending the games. If you care about women's sports and you want it to progress forward, then you can't just be sitting around on your couch at home just magically wishing for the game to grow. You gotta get out there and support these teams, whether it's the WNBA with basketball or the NWSL with women's soccer or the new softball league in America. It doesn't matter. You showing your support is essential. Even if it's just at the college down the block, the more support that you're bringing towards girls, women's sports, the better, and women's and girls sports, the best product will be produced on the field. Today, this episode is essential. It's great timing because tomorrow is going to be CBS's first only women's sports day. So how's that work, you may ask? At 2 p.m., there's going to be a game between the Connecticut Sun and the Phoenix Mercury, I believe, on CBS at 2 p.m. Please tell me if I got that wrong. I'm very sorry if I did, but I'm just sorry. I just wanted to see. So, yeah, that's kind of that's happening. I think it's the, yeah, so the Sun and the Mystics. It's between the, I'm very sorry, I'm not a W... I'm not a huge WNBA fan. I'm more of a, you know, NWSL fan. This is more with the WNBA, not, it's more of a NWSL podcast here, but I obviously there's a very, very big weekend in women's soccer. You've got a great number of games. I am going to the second game on this, um, yeah, so yeah, it's Connecticut Sun versus the Washington, I believe, Mystics. Yeah, the Washington Mystics. So, and then right before that at noon, you got your Seattle Storm versus New York Liberty game on ESPN. So, this is a, the like 
and WNBA is really doing a great job of getting themselves out there. Um, really, like, as a women's sports fan, I'm appreciative of, like, all the work that they're doing to get this out there. Because it's really big that, um, that we're getting women's sports out there on the map, because that's what we need to be doing more of. Yes, as I mentioned, so that's your first two WNBA games. But what's really special about this is, although it's amazing to have the Seattle Storm and New York Liberty on ESPN, it's amazing that CBS is doing a all-women sports day on their main broadcast. You also have the Minnesota Minnesota versus Las Vegas on CBS Sports Network, but we're focused on the big on the big screens here. So, we have that first game between the Connecticut Sun and the Washington Miskits, which you can, again, catch at 2 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. After that, though, we head, you know, to Harrison, New Jersey, as we watch the San Diego Wave take on New York, New Jersey, Gotham FC, which, again, I'm going to be there at that match, so maybe I'll see some of you Gotham FC fans, but... I went to their last home game against the Washington Spirit. Gotham's in good form right now, and let's hope that they can take down Alex Morgan and the San Diego Wave in front of the big light so they can get a little more, you know, a piece of the media pie of the NWSL. So that's a way to get yourself involved, watching the games. I understand there's a lot of, like, um, weird streaming services for both women's both the WNBA and the NWSL. But this weekend, these two games, there's no excuses if you're not watching them. You can't say, oh, I don't have Paramount Plus, or oh, I don't have the WNBA Amazon Prime streaming services. That's your problem if you're not watching this game. If you want women's sports to progress, and you want your granddaughters and your daughters to be able to get a chance on the spotlight, just like you'd like, you want your sons to get and grandsons, you got to watch these games because this is the chance to grow women's sports. The more people that watch these games on CBS, the bigger, the more games that get on CBS. If no one watches these games, then no, they won't come on. Fun fact, one of the last NWSL games on CBS which was between a few, I believe it was, it was the record um, TV attendance for an NWSL game. It was during the NWSL Challenge Cup. It was between the San Diego Wave and Angel City FC. If I am correct, it got between, I think about 700,000 viewers, which is more than all six Premier League games, which is the men's league in England. It's the best men's league combined. Okay, I'm going to repeat that, yes. A women's soccer game got a better TV attendance than six matches combined of the most famous soccer league of the world. So, what does that tell you about women's soccer? No one watches women's sports. No one cares. Oh, people watch and care more about it than a lot of men's sports. That is facts. And now you can't deny it. Women's sports is on the mainstream and you can't say anything about it. The women's Euros going on this summer, that's going to be all over ESPN. So you can say what you want about it and you can do whatever you feel is necessary. But I'm just telling you right now, it's on the mainstream. So you can't ignore it. Women's sports is coming to you all day, every day. There you go. Boom. So women's soccer hopefully can get break the record on, like, maybe this game, this weekend, can make the record. Hopefully. We're all, you know, rooting for it, I think. 
So I'm really excited. Yeah, so here's an article from the... There's a bunch of articles about this. I mean, I, I remember very vividly. I believe it got between, like, the... Um, I believe it got... I'm going to give you guys some specific numbers. So that match had... I've, the, the, that match had 456... 100,000 viewers. The championship game in 2021 had 525,000 viewers on CBS, which is great, but a preseason game between two teams that did not exist last year got almost as many viewers as the game last year on CBS. So that shows this. And let's give you a little look. So that weekend, um, the only MLS match that season that had more viewers was when they put it on Fox. Okay? So, that's just to give you a little idea. The NWSL had more... View- that game had more viewers than Everton versus West Ham, Watford versus Liverpool, and Portugal versus North Macedonia, which is the match that got them into the World Cup. That got Cristiano Ronaldo into the World Cup. So, an N- a women's sports game in America got more viewers than the g- game that got Cristiano Ronaldo into the Men's World Cup. Just giving that in perspective. And the biggest men's game in this country had three times less viewers at 123,000 viewers. So, just saying, women's sports is here. It's not dying. So, again... What are some other ways you can get yourself involved? I talked about my campaign that I did um, last year at my school on No More Side Hustles. It is still officially available to donate to. All proceeds go to the NWSL Players Association. And even if you can't donate money, if you can, like, just sign the pledge. Signing the pledge, literally, just, it shows it's no money. You just sign a pledge saying that you're in support of women's sports. That will get every single time that you sign the pledge, this cause raises. So if you can't donate money for whatever reason, you you can sign the pledge and you can make a difference in women's sports. So, so yeah, this all these donations go to the N- NWSL Players Association, which fights every day to improve standards for players in the National Women's Soccer League. So... And also, you can buy some merchandise from their store. You, they've got some great merchandise available. And all the profits from that, again, goes to the NWSL Players Association. So you can't find the um, No More Side Hustles campaign on Twitter. But you can find that same like campaign where the money's going to at NWSL like. Li- little line players on instagram and if you want to donate to no more side hustles again the money will all go to the nwsl players association you can go to no more side hustles.com so i understand you want to learn more about this right so here was the um in 20 here's a little bit about the organization soccer is one of the most successful professional women's sports in the united states but despite an increase of tv viewership of almost 500 percent in the past year for the nwsl a drastic gap in minimum salaries remains even after this um so this was this was typed in 20 2021 so this is before they got the cba to move the minimum salary from 22k to um, 35k so just keep that in mind as reading this it's improved but it's still nowhere near where we need to improve it to 
a drastic gap of minimum salary remains. Roughly one-third of all NWSL Players Association members make the league's 2021 minimum salary of $22,000 a year. Approximately 75% make $31,000 or less. For comparison, the minimum salary in the MLS, which is the men's league in America, is $84,000. Even a reserve player makes a minimum of $66,000. So this is the main movement that drove the NWSL to be right to do a different another CBA. So those 75% of players that made $31,000 or less they're now making more money. The minimum is now $35,000, and that's the minimum for rookies. So it's very good that it's improving, but as their website's goal is to set the global standard and ensure that a career in the NWSL becomes a viable professional career choice in the years ahead. So again, go to no more side hustles all lowercase.com, and you can donate, sign the pledge. That's a really great way to help our player, the NWSL players fight for fair pay. So that's another way you could help this cause. Another, an, one last way you can help the cause is by just honestly, just sharing women's sports. That's all you gotta do. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. Invite people over to watch women's sports, even if it's just five of your closest friends. Watch it on Zoom for all I care. Just get people involved with women's sports because that is how you're gonna grow the game. Yeah, that's how you grow the game. That's how you grow it. Do you, if you wanted to answer the question, there you go. That's how you grow women's sports. Watch the games. Support them. Go to the games. That is how you. That's how you support women's sports. I'm your host, LDG, and I am out.